Yeah, what's up? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time. For the Martin Luther King Jr. Holiday Edition of the most powerful show on the radio. The Church Information and Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Reverend Barnett has been a soldier on the battlefield for civil rights, human rights, and social justice for over 40 years. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Martin Luther King Jr.'s holiday. And... uh, I kind of wanted to ask the question, is the dream that Martin had a reality? Uh, If you ask me, I'll say no. And if you ask me, so why you say that? We had a black president, we have a black, we have a person of color, as vice president, uh, we have black Supreme Court justices. We have black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. What's wrong? What else do you want? Okay, well, let me give you some metrics. Is the dream a reality metrics? Let's talk about the unemployment rate. For whites, it's 3.5%. For blacks, it's 5.2%. let us talk about home ownership rates. For whites, it's 74%. For blacks, it's 45%. How about business ownership rates? For whites, it's 86%. For blacks, it's 2.5%. College graduation. 64% for whites. 40% for blacks. Aha. Here's one where black people are ahead. Incarceration. Black people are four times more likely to be incarcerated than white people. So, those are my reasons for saying that the dream of Martin Luther King has yet to become a reality. Because he wasn't just dreaming for himself or his neighbors or his relatives. He was dreaming for the masses of African-American people. And according to these metrics that I just quoted, his dream's not reality yet. Okay. 972-647-1893 is the number. Uh, you can call in and comment. What do you think about the dream 
of Martin Luther King Jr. And how do you think it's moved toward reality since his untimely assassination? Uh, another, another topic. Uh, I don't know you all if you all have seen Batman, uh, the black guy who flew across the desk and tried to attack and attack the judge when she told him she was going to do something, give him something different to do. And I looked at that and I said, "Hmm, I wonder if that guy had got his three hundred fifty thousand dollar reparation check, would he be mad at the judge?" Hmm. And another thing that was just brought to my attention concerning the untimely passing of the Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson, we saw the President of the United States. Where was the Governor of Texas? Uh. Was he at the funeral? Was he at the burial? The burial was in Austin. Did he send a letter to say he was sorry and the state of Texas really uh, sympathized with the family? Uh, and then, of course, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. 972-647-1893 is the phone number. Who do we have, Karen? We have Reverend Wright on line one. Good morning, Reverend Wright. Good morning, Reverend Wright. Good morning. How you doing this morning? I'm doing. How you doing? All right. Happy New Year. Same okay. to you. Well, today we are the morning with the king at this holiday. I just want to let you know, first of all, don't let him come to dream of the sleep. And okay, can you talk a little, there's something... Uh, about the call quality. Can you see if you can get a little bit better so the listeners can hear you? Okay, let me put it on, take it off the speaker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you hear me better now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I say, and with Martin, I'm, it, really, in reality, nothing comes to a dreamer but sleep. And what Martin dreamed about, it could have came into reality. And mm -hmm. in the generation now, you know, we can't blame white folks for what we're going through because we're not taking care of each other. And until we come together as a people, we're going to continue to talk about a dream instead of making it happen. Are you saying that history and the present uh, things that I just outlined have no impact on what's going on? You, 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 you're exactly right. You mentioned we had a black president. Uh -huh. You mentioned we've had, as a matter of fact, we got black mayors in this city. Mm -hmm. And one right now who decided he wanted to go from one party to the next party. Mm -hmm. And that's a prime example of until we come together as a people, we can't trust each other. And so we got to hold ourselves accountable. Business-wise, you know, at one mm -hmm. point, we spent more cash money around this United States than any race of people. Because, you know, actually... Okay, but let me, let, me, let me ask you a question about that. <clears throat> all right. You said we spend more cash money than any race of people, right? At, at one point, we at one point we did. We spent okay. cash, more cash, cash, not checks, not 
credit cards or debit cards and then it's that we did cash. Okay, let me and ask you a question about that. Business. Where where did you get that information from and who 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 put that information out? That information's been out for years. Okay. So what I'm saying is when I talk about things like unemployment, that comes from the US government. When I talk about home ownership, it comes from the US government. When I talk about business ownership, these statistics can be verified when you go on Google. Okay? So, because what I'm saying is, how can we spend more cash money than other people when we're only 14% of the population? Okay? We don't we don't have the money to spend. Okay? So if you're going to... Because they allowed every other race to come into this country to hold us down and to keep us back. But that's not always been the case with us. We've had black businesses, but when... Okay, you talking about Tulsa? Are you talking about... Are you talking about... I prime example when they said you were allowed to go into the white stores. You left going into the black businesses and going to the white stores. Okay. We have black businesses right now. I guarantee the majority of people that go to them are nowhere near the majority of people that go to white, the blacks that go to white businesses. Well, we don't have any, we, we hardly have any black businesses. I mean, I could talk about Dallas in particular. If I want my car fixed, I only know of one mechanic, and that's Duncanville. If I want my tires fixed, I got to go try to drive past four Latino tire shops to get to a black well, shop. Prime example, prime example, and you're right. And okay, so what I'm saying is, you can't blame the victim. You can't blame the victim for the crime. We are we've been victims, and we're still victims. Let and those statistics. So how are we gonna be victims? Mm-hmm. If we've got a black. If we, here's a prime example. Uh-huh. If you got black politicians, what are they accountable for? Okay, do the politicians. Uh, control the businesses. Do the, what do the politicians control? They, they control government. They control government. Is that what you're saying? They control government. Do they control the businesses where the jobs are? Black senators. If you got black okay. county commissioners, if you got black mayors, what is the purpose of them being in there and asking black folk to vote on them uh-huh. and promising black folk they're gonna do things for and they don't do them? Okay. What things? that you can quote that some politician said that he was going to do what he didn't do? Well, let me tell you, how long have you been in Dallas? But I asked you a straight question. Can I get a straight answer? With several black county, from the county commissioner, mm-hmm. first of all, do you know what his job is, what his responsibility is? It's okay, but I asked you a question, a straight question, and you did not answer. Let me ask him a question. Okay. In South Dallas, there were warehouses that were vacant, and at one point when the current commission was running, he said he's going to get some businesses there and put black businesses in there, and that didn't happen. And not just him, you've got black... Oh, okay, so you talking about, are you talking about John Wiley? John Wiley's the county commissioner. Okay, well, we'd like to have the county commissioner, if he's listening, or if somebody knows him listening. Not if he can call in... What about your and, black what about what now? Any one of your city council members. Y'all have cases them all calling in all the time. Uh-huh. And we ask you, you're building libraries and things like that, but what are you doing in your community, brother? Okay. Uh, so uh, when the the representatives, you talking about the, uh, excuse me, the Dallas County City Council persons, right? 
Absolutely. You okay. Black. All right. So you do, what you're saying is they are not doing anything in the community, right? Well, let me ask you a question. I'm saying that. So if you disagree, tell me what they are doing. Uh, I didn't say I disagreed. I want you to. Well, pro- I'm just saying okay, it, but starts at home and then it shit is abroad. Okay, so what I'm saying is getting on us first. Instead, why we can't come together? Okay, what do you suggest should be done? Until we come together. Okay, come together is a metaphor, sir. I want something specific that can be implemented. What do you suggest can be done? Metaphor, I mean, you mean to tell me at one point, brother, we had a neighborhood and went from neighborhood to hood. Okay, what do you suggest can be done to fix the problem? Us coming together. Okay, coming together is too metaphorical. We need a strategy. A, what's the first thing? B, what's the second thing? Let me give you a prime example when Mm -hmm. I say coming back together. Mm -hmm. At one point, we grew up, and I don't know, you're not from Dallas, so you might not know what's going on. We had a neighborhood and a community that looked after each other, Mm -hmm. that took care of each other, that took care of each other's kids and everything else Mm -hmm. because we were a community and we stuck by each other. Like I said, we stayed and we worked and, and done things in our businesses. They... When John F. Kennedy, who was the president, okay. So how do we how do we reverse the, how do we implement your your policies and your suggestions or reverse the trend? How do we do that? Well, let me ask you a question. Okay, you got one minute. I got to go two other callers. Okay. Okay, go back to being the people we used to be. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, that clears the line for call and comment nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, Karen? We have Reginald online too. Good morning, Reginald. Good morning, Reginald. Mm, is, can you hear him? Okay, go to the next caller. We have Corey on line three. Good morning, Corey. Hello? Good morning. Hey, morning. How y'all doing? We doing. Hey, you guys are both right, but I'm, I'm going to tell you that I know for a fact the U.S. government uh, they have a site what did you just say? I said, I know for a fact the U.S. government statistics are skewed. Uh, they have a site called blackdemographic.com uh, or blackdemographic.com. Uh, but it, it actually gives true data on black people. And uh, I've even heard it from this work with myself and that I personally know that uh, a lot of times, are you are you on the speakerphone? Or are you talking directly into the phone? No, I'm, I'm uh I'm driving down the road. I'll pull over. Yeah, because it's, uh, we can't hardly hear you. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I I know for a fact, like you look at like a site like back to traffic. Uh, no, no, you can't use the speakerphone. I'm, I'm not using the speaker. Oh, okay. All right. It's, so, Karen, do you hear? Do you hear? I, barely. I hear it, but it's barely. It's, it's, uh, uh, my producer says right. it's kind of hard to hear you, too. Okay. Keep Just keep trying. Just keep on. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I know for a fact that you use a site like blackpress.com or something like that. Yeah, we heard that part. The, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the data is a lot more accurate. The, uh, I, I've heard this is what the that I personally know that we're more than the 13 to 14 percent of the population. Today. 
Uh huh. You saying we're more than thirteen to fourteen percent of the population? Is that what you said? Yeah. What? And the reason I know that it says that a lot of times they tell those census workers if they don't feel safe going into certain neighborhoods that they don't have to go. Mm-hmm. They do a guess. They do a guesstimation. Okay. So, so a lot of those, a lot of those records that we're getting directly from the government, they're off. And and, and they have a they, they have a margin of error. Now you're talking about right. above and beyond the margin of error. Is that what you mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So someone like o, someone like O Block in Chicago or something like that, they're not going to even go. Okay. You know, or, or some parts of the South Side off of Metropolitan, they won't even go. Okay. Yeah. And 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 it, what that does is that creates such as government funding going our neighborhoods that that totally annihilates that. But at the same time, black people on our part. Uh, with this generation of hip hop, even though it generates the amount of income that it does, mm-hmm. uh, trust in another community because it's global. I mean, it it, it doesn't decimate our community that the hip hop culture has, but the amount of money and the income that's earned from it mm-hmm. is global. It's in the trillions, mm-hmm. and the business ownership aspect that our grandparents and our parents had from even I'm I'm a, I'm a child from the '80s. So I, mm-hmm. I remember the black pharmacists, the black doctors and all that mm-hmm. had their own communities within our community. Just hang on for a minute. My producer says we got to take a quick break. So we're going to be back on the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum, with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Yeah, what's up? Okay, we're back with more of the most most powerful show on the radio, Church Information and Open Forum. Uh, Okay, caller, uh, where were we at? uh, The the biggest part of of, of our problem is is not the creation of hip-hop, it's the controlled marketing that we didn't, a lot of the artists and everything signed bad record deals. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it generates trillions worldwide. If you look at a lot of the Africans now that are coming from the continent with Afrobeats, they're mm-hmm. controlling their product that comes over. I mm-hmm. mean, even though Afrobeats was created by an African American, mm-hmm. it's controlled over from over there from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, through through back end contracts. But the the part over here that we that we're losing is black Americans have to chose to become parts of major cities when it comes to living. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got black towns and everything that were decimated back, you know, way back, even up to the seventies. So you're saying that? Back, so you're saying that we had businesses, and they were uh, eliminated. Is that what you're saying? Uh, both by us giving up and going the integration route, uh-huh. and, and, and partly by economic sabotage too. But okay. The part where we messed up, the part where we messed up on the economic sabotage. Mm-hmm is any time that a local black population moves into a, a giant urban center with other groups, mm-hmm. we mess up ourselves. Okay, so let me ask you a question you know, about that. Let me ask you a question about that. Why would that population move to an urban center? I understand they would move for jobs and everything. Okay, what I'm now see, that's what but, I, I, I'm trying to get across to the audience. Let me, this is, a, we got a dialogue here. Uh, okay. Black unemployment is two full points higher than white unemployment. And then when you drill down in in it deeper, black male unemployment is three points higher. Mm -hmm. 
So when people don't have jobs, they have two alternatives. Go somewhere where there is a job or turn to crime. Okay? So so I'm not I'm not through yet. I'm not through. So if my 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 point is if the unemployment rate was the same, the home ownership rate was the same, the business ownership rate was comparable to the population rate, things would be different. Is that do you think do you see the logic in that? Does that make any sense? I see your logic okay. on a culture for a cultural reason, no, I would say no. Because you got white people to understand the double wide and black people won't. You got That's what now? Say that one more time. I said you got white people that'll stay on their folks' land in the country uh-huh. and a double wide. You got black people that say, I'm not doing that, and they'll move to an apartment. Okay. You know, right. you say first of all, first of all, black people do not own the land like white people own land. Okay? Right. Secondly, secondly, suppose you don't want to stay in a double wide that's unsafe. Because I saw this on a PBS NewsHour. This black lady in Alabama was living in this double wide or single wide on a piece of land. But the doors weren't working. The windows weren't working, et cetera, et cetera. And how do you live in a, a, a house that, if you were in the city, would not be fit for human habitation? Let me, you feel let me, me? Let me say that. Yeah, okay. Let me say this: When it comes to double wise, okay, because because we have them in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to double wise, you got maintenance on them just like you do any other home. That you right. Keep mm-hmm. And if you don't yeah. have an income to pay for the maintenance, the the, okay. the property is going to deteriorate. And I got to move on to my other callers. I got two okay. other callers. All right. All right. Let me say this: the, mm-hmm. the major difference with with black people, if we moved in our own towns like Lancaster, Desoto, mm-hmm. areas like that. Mm-hmm. You can control the city and the employment. Okay. And for folks that want to leave the community and go have employment elsewhere, they always got a place to come back to for home. That's the mistake that we make. When you give up your home base mm-hmm. to move to another place, mm-hmm. you could drive for work like commute, like white people do to the suburb, to the city every day. Mm-hmm. That's our mistake instead of staying in the city with other groups. Okay, thank you for the call and comment. That clears up the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next, Carol? We have Carol. Reginald on line one. Uh, good morning, Reginald. Uh, you got to listen to your phone. You can't listen to your radio. Uh, good morning, Reginald. Yes, good morning. Uh, you can't listen to your phone. You must listen to your radio. I'm sorry, you can't listen to your radio. You must listen to your phone. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm, go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to, to expand on what he was talking about. We're being pushed out of America. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, the, the situation it is is because now it's being taught that we are scared of ourselves. We are scared of being our brother's keeper, being our friend, bringing queens and kings back to where it's rightfully should be. Mm-hmm. And when we don't do what we're supposed to do because of all this shooting, all this stuff mm-hmm. that's going on, mm-hmm. they gather up their things and do what they're supposed to do, but we don't do what we're supposed to do. Okay, let me stop you right there. Mm-hmm. You say they gather up their things. What? Can you be a little bit more specific? What does that mean? 
what that means when 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 white folks excuse my French, but when they make it's mistakes, not things. What are you saying? And, uh, when they make mistakes, <laughs> they make mistakes, and they learn how to capitalize on their mistakes. Uh-huh. When we make mistakes, mm-hmm. like you just said, when you gave the, the uh, statistics out to say, why is blacks more incarcerated than whites? Mm-hmm. Because for a simple reason, this is what people doing. No, no, let's back up. Let's get that correct. Okay. They are incarcerated at a rate four times as much. Right. Okay. Yes. So that's, you, you yes. got to make sure these statistics are interpreted properly or they can be taken right. out of context. Right. Okay. That's correct. I do. So I that do means mind. if you run the red light and a white guy runs the red light, you are four times as, as much, four times as likely to get locked up as he is. Yes. You understand what that yes, means? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, that's, that's what's happening with us today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like we're really trying to bridge the gap that's been so widely open that we're trying to get get this thing back and when I see that people people of color cannot trust each other mm-hmm. we don't look at each other the same way mm-hmm. we don't have the same aspirations as back then when Martin Malcolm and Mega were alive mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that's the reason mm-hmm. why I appreciate brothers like yourself Reverend Burnett other brothers like Craig, all these good brothers that we lose and we losing them at alarming rates. Mm-hmm. And once we need to get that back together, we need to start having more marches, more meetings, more understanding. Uh, when I met Joyce Ann Brown, um, she was really uh, so encouraging to me to, to let me know before her passing that black men and black women need to get together and start learning how to build. Mm-hmm. The structure has been torn down. Mm-hmm. Black Wall Street can come back, but we got to stand on principles, honor, respect, dignity, in order to have these things. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Let's talk about unemployment. Okay. What can we do to get the black unemployment equal to the white unemployment? Well... We got to understand, just like me coming to you for a job, sir, mm-hmm. look at me as a man first. Instead of some people always prejudging. They judge because first thing they do, they say, when we go to jobs, the, they don't even really ask you questions anymore. Can you do the job? Can you pass a background check? Mm-hmm. Can you can you take a drug test? Mm-hmm. These are the things that they saying before they even ask any other questions now. Okay, so you're saying that's discrimination. Yeah, it is. It's okay. Much because I have seen that uh, there's a there's a phrase they use for not having the they call it not having a box or something like that on the application where you don't check whether you uh, 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 um, whether you have a criminal background or not. Well, that's that's a discrimination because it disproportionately affects blacks uh-huh. uh, as well as other people of color. So, uh-huh. okay. So you say do that and you say what else did you say? And I, I, I would like to I'm, I'm, I'm saying this for my personal reason. I would like to see more male, black males we get together, we understand each other, we try to help each other. That is not pushed enough. 
That is not given. Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, let, let's stay narrowed down to how do we change this disparity in the unemployment rate? Is that, uh, so how do we do that? Because black people, according to these statistics, don't own the businesses. So you can't go to another black person and say, give me a job. I need a job. I need, I, I, can I have a chance? Well, we, we, we got to also have the resources. Mm, we got to need resources. We, we, Yes, we need the resources. Mm-hmm. We're not getting the adequate resources that we need. Okay. We now, does 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 reparations have anything to do with that? Yes, and then no, because mm-hmm. are you saying that three thousand three hundred fifty thousand dollars a piece for each descendant of an of a, a slave it would not address the resource issue? Well, it, it can address it, uh-huh. but it's not going to solve it. And it's not, it's not going it, to solve it because of the way people think. Which is the way they, what do you mean? That, what do they, they think? Uh, you know, they 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 got this thing in their mind because we've been, uh, you know, watching on TV about the mass murders and this, that, and that, this, and this. It, it plays a havoc on people's minds. Okay, what does that have to do with the reparations? Well, the reparations. And the way people think, because, I don't. I'm, I'm confused. Well, it's like, let me let me try to find the words to put it in focus. Um, we just we we just need to get a get a get a better understanding of reparations, a better understanding of uh, 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 resources, a, a better way to do things. Because the way it's being taught, it's not being taught the correct way. Okay, and what are you saying? Okay, and I need to go on to another call. I got two more. What okay. are you saying that getting giving African American descendants of slaves resource or uh, reparations rather mm-hmm. is not? I don't understand where there's a disconnect between that and resources. I thought that was the, they yeah. were the same thing. They were the same thing, but it, it, it's being disconnected because they don't want to give it where it's where it's due. They okay. Don't do well, that. now you got to take an account now. It took us hundreds of years to get out of slavery, so it doesn't seem like the prevailing culture is just going to give right. African Americans reparations that they deserve. Okay, right. so I got to move on That's to another caller. So uh, right. thank you for That's your call and comment. Be, be sure to call right. in anytime you feel like it. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. Who do we have next? Red Ghost online too. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. Yes, we can hear you. Good morning. All right, all right. Happy New Year to everybody, and give a big shout out to Reverend Burnett and all of his crews and everything. Mm-hmm. Your topics, your topics is really great, and uh, you know, TV has already displayed that blacks do spend more money. Uh, cash money than anybody, so I don't know why you have to pull that up. I think we know that. And uh, uh, let's for, see. Go ahead. I'm listening. And for Black History Month, I mean, I, uh, you and Reverend Wright was, you know, you, you open up New Year. You guys are, uh, you know, good uh, commentators for the uh, for the radio show there. Mm-hmm. And but in February is coming up, and I don't know how Reverend Burnett is doing, but. I'd like to see if if you can, and Reverend Burnett can bring uh, some of these guys in and 
talk with you on the show as a panel throughout February, just like Reverend Petrie, I mean, uh, uh, Petrie and Ike and Imani mm-hmm. and Reverend Wright. To, okay. You know, be something to bring the show together a little bit tighter in the day. And uh, you got code compliant. I'm just using the word code compliant, just like police. Mm-hmm. And, and where I was in college looking at certain things to help the community to rebuild and construct and pull the city together. Mm-hmm. I guess code compliance was, was really uh, gearing up. So uh, when we had our deal for code compliance and studying code compliance to help the people that these old people have saved their, their savings and saved their old cars and everything they have to maybe sell at a time of selling when the price is right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, all of our... Uh, things that grandfather caused that we had as black people in this city has gone out the window. And that's the reason why we're in the state that we are. So we thought that we could could go out further into the suburbs, buy a home, rent it out inside of Dallas and maintain our our viewpoint, our focus in this city. That's the reason why we still have Mr. John Wiley Price as alumni to KNN Radio and have not called in in years to help us to solve some problems. He's an alumni of KNON. His show was there to build Dallas. I man downtown, crossing 8th Street, you know, right in front of the historical district that we only have, and we can't even save it. So we got, uh, we got people at the city council, all chocolate. chocolate. No, no, incorrect. Chocolate. I know I'm saying my chocolate. Your chocolate is your chocolate. Okay. No, no. Hold on a second. Since we got 8 million listeners, we got to try to keep as factual as we can. The City Council of Dallas has three African-American city council persons. Okay. Out of 14. Okay. So let's, uh, you know, we got to maintain some, to, to maintain our journalistic credibility, we have to be accurate. Okay. Secondly, secondly, secondly. Okay. Uh, the Census Bureau's Consumer Expenditure Survey shows that at similar income levels, black households spend a smaller share of their income than white households, although more goes toward the basics. Okay, so what I do is when I come on this show and I make a statement, I do my research because I want fact-based information going out over this show because I don't want somebody to go behind me and research something I said. Oh, it says the data says you're incorrect. Okay? So that's two assumptions that we must be more accurate on if we're going to put this out in the community. Okay? Okay. Thank you for your call and comment. Uh, we got to go right. to take a break. Uh, 972-647-1893 is the number on, for the most powerful show on the radio. Church Information Open Forum with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr. on KNON, 89.3 FM or KNON.org if you're streaming. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick And we're back. For more of the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum, with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. All right, Karen, who do we have next? We have Imani on line three. 
Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, brother. How you doing? You did you wake up? You you woke up? You woke now, right? You woke? <laughs> yeah, I'm woke. I'm woke. I've been up all night studying my book. Oh, that might be you some of it. You got your coffee? Get you some coffee now. You you, you on church? Well, you on the most powerful show on the radio? <laughs> Well, coffee make me smell talk too fast, and I don't get enough time. All right. That's, that's why I bought my $200 and gave you 100 and gave it uh, uh, the, the workers beat 100 Amen, that's amen. We need, we need more. Yo, we need more. You, you, got, any, you got twins, uh, triplets? You, you come well, on with it. Well, so if I can educate my people and, and stop calling in with, uh, and not having your research, like you said. Uh-uh. There's no... There's no no excuse now. You got it in your hand. Uh-uh. If you, so if you, you 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 don't read, but you wanna y'all wanna always call on and talk. Uh-uh. Put your money where your mouth is. Uh-uh. But I ain't gonna preach this morning. But I wanna let you know. Amen. We we have everything you have right there called power nami. Okay. Uh, we it's all about the money. The whole system is set up about money, the money, 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 money. And when we put it together, if they don't give us no reparation, we got our own reparations in our pocket. Okay. If we would learn how to love and respect and trust one another to quit all of this inappropriate behavior Dr. Claude Anderson talked about. I am the representative. I'm, no, I'm associated with Powernomics, Dr. Claude Anderson, Dr. Boss Watkins, and, and many more. We, we, if they don't ever give us reparation, if we would stop being foolish, we would have our own reparations. All right, all right, Mike, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> I'm about solutions. I know okay. what the problems are. You just stated some of what the problems are. What is the first step that African Americans need to take in order to achieve whatever goal we're trying to achieve? It may sound different in different Right. Phrases, ways, people. What is the first thing we need to do that we can do? We can actually do this, not just talk. What can we do? What's the first thing we can do? Well, what I started in 1995 at the Million Man March, which was two million men, mm-hmm. and I first heard a speech called Willie Lynch. Mm-hmm. And not only did I study that speech, I learned every word and every comma. Okay. And we first of all, he said, if you take fear, envy, and distrust for controlling us, it would work. And so I, I realized what I must do, and that's why I named myself Imani Faith, because once I start, what I kill the fear with love, of course. That, the fear is gone when you love. Even Jesus said that when he died on the cross. When you love one another, you'll die for one another. And then, of course, respect will come and trust will come. First of all, we got to love one another. That's where we start. Okay, so you're saying that African-Americans instead of shooting each other, we should use another conflict resolution technique instead of killing each other. Is that what you mean? Yes, sir. And uh, for example, I was at City Hall trying to get a street name out of my hero, Craig Watson, this week. Mm -hmm. And I was on the agenda. And those, and our people down there, our people, my people, I know what the other people are going to do, but do you know our people... I, I had so many police, I got out of there. There's too many cops in there for me. But uh, our, our people don't respect us, especially the man who controls that agenda. Okay, are you talking about the mayor and the council representatives? Because when you say our people, that's not 
that's really not specific. Well, the audience doesn't know what you mean. Well, remember, the, the, this is a city of, of, of managers of, of council. Mm-hmm. It's a city management. Uh, yeah, right. It's it's uh, it's yes, not sir. a mayor. It's not a strong mayor. It's a city manager led. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, excuse me, <clears throat> form of government. Yes, sir. And uh, and they they the one fourteen one Alice and uh, rest in peace brother and them that's the reason I changed Lancaster to Southern part of Dallas and you know if they wouldn't build building building everything over there I caused it was Southern Dallas because of Al Liskins Roy Weavers and Crenshaw but here's what we need we well, it is a strong we first of all we need to go down there and we need to go down there in great numbers and look these council people in their eyes mm-hmm. especially the mayor. Mm-hmm. And look, look around the room. Look who all the cops around the room. Look at all. Okay, the let me let me let me uh, let me let me ask you a question. Since you said uh-huh. the security is there, uh, I've been there mm-hmm. numerous times, and there's always yeah, security there because people do not know how to use parliamentary procedure. Right? They'll get up there yeah. and they'll start screaming and hollering. They read you the yeah. rules of order, then you violate the rules of order, and they can't conduct business, and so security has to escort you out. Now, I've seen it happen, okay? Yes, now, so I'll what you're saying out. is uh, yeah. African-Americans need to be more uh, present at city council meetings. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm going to put it, I've been going since the early, when I come from Vietnam, I've been mm-hmm. going there that long, so... I was there for all this high security 9-11. So mm-hmm. I would say, we, here's what we got to do. We got to first put people in there that don't represent us. We need to get okay. all these people. You know, now, okay, now let's, let's, ask, let's, let's go to another part of the dialogue. Okay. How okay. do you know and how do you determine if a person that's running for office is going to represent his constituents as opposed to his own self-interest? How do we determine that? Well... Well, what my group, Powernomics, is doing, we going around taking pictures. We go into these districts, like District 8, District mm-hmm. 3, District 4, mm-hmm. and we find out if you got more, especially if you got more uh, your, your, your functions and your entertainment in, in a, a certain part of town than you have in your, your worst part of town, like on Luke 12, a lead bed and all that, go over there. We let our eyes be our, our, our God. Okay. We don't go back. Now I'm going to go right back. I'm going to. I'm going to. I have a tendency to do computer logic when I do things. Okay, uh, how do you determine, or what protocol, what method would you use to determine if a person who's running for elected office is going to put the wishes of his constituency opposed to his own self-interest? How would you determine that? Well. First of all, I'm, 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 what I'm doing with my camera, I'm letting my eyes be mine. I'm going to take mm-hmm. a picture of that neighborhood mm-hmm. where they're supposed to be happy, and then I'll go to where they live, and then I'll take a picture of that, and I'll go to all these churches and places that represent us that's closed. In other words, I don't, I don't just talk. I do. I, I walk. I take pictures. I'm doing a document now. Of I just go into the neighborhood and look around it. And that tells me what I need to know. I don't need to go and YouTube it all the time. So that you te- when you go in the neighborhood, that tells you that it, whether the elected representative is doing is working for the neighborhood, the constituents, as opposed to itself. That's what you're saying, right? 
Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. right. Yes. That, all right. That's 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 a good that's a good metric, good methodology. But we got to move on. We got two more calls on the line. Uh, thank you for your call, Imani. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. And who do we have next? Reverend Karen? Moss on line one. Good morning, Reverend Moss. Good morning, Reverend Moss. Do you hear him, Karen? I don't hear him. Oh, okay. And who do we have next, Karen? We have Concerned Citizen on line two. Good morning, Concerned Citizen. Hello. Good morning. This is, this is not Reverend Moss, but how are, how are you? I'm doing. How you doing? Good. Um, the guy that called two calls back that said you should maybe have some of the local men on tele- on the radio to mm-hmm. talk about Dallas and what they're doing. I thought that was an excellent idea. Okay. Also, you need to hear more of what's going on with this person that started this radio program because mm-hmm. we all love him, miss him. And if this is the people's radio, okay, I think that when you talk to some of the, especially the black men that are taking the time to call in, mm-hmm. to let them talk. Mm-hmm. And not always have so much as you like to call it dialogue. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people just want to be heard. Okay, yeah. let me, let me, now, now, so, now, now, let me, let me, no, 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 ma'am, 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 ma'am. Okay, let me, let me say this for the sake of the listening audience. This show has journalistic integrity, Okay. So when you call into the show and you make a statement about, say, home ownership of African-Americans, you have to have a legitimate, fact-based opinion. You just can't say what you want to say because you want somebody to hear you talk. We're trying to address issues in a community and solve problems for a community. Uh, So if you don't want to dialogue with the host, uh, I don't know if that's gonna be productive because when the host makes a statement and he backs it up with statistics, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with you backing yours up with statistics? Okay, Uh, who do we have next, Karen? We have Reverend Moss on line one. Okay, Reverend Moss, you back? Hello? Hello? You're on. The whole world's in your hands. Yeah, I'm back. How you doing? Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, okay. Well, I'm. you hear me good? Uh, do you have your radio on in the background? Maybe that's what's keeping you from hearing. Wait just a minute. Hmm? All right, what about now? Go right ahead. All right, we want to, you got a good topic going this morning, and uh, I, want, I got some points. Sure, go ahead. I'm, I'm from way back yonder. <laughs> number, number one, uh-huh. number one, number one, we need to trust. That's number one. Uh-huh. We need to trust one another. Mm-hmm. 
Because back in the slavery time, they programmed the house Negro not to trust other slaves. Okay. And it's been brought up from that point up to this point, mm -hmm. not to trust okay. one another. That's okay. the reason why we are not progressing like we should. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the congressman lady that passed, mm -hmm. she was a sweet woman, a mm -hmm. good woman. Mm -hmm. And she did what she said she was going to do. But you know what? She had black supporters. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you got black supporters, you can do what you say you're going to do if you have the supporters behind you. Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, you take like John Wally Pryor. The average, the average white man is afraid of a smart, strong black man. Okay. That's, that's another one. They, they're afraid of you when you're smart. And stand your ground and are educated to the point to where you can do what you say and say what you mean. Okay. All right. Now, the business part. Mm -hmm. if, if, if you never saw a Walmart owned by a black man. Mm. Okay. HEV is not owned by a black man. Mm -hmm. But it's not owned by no one man. Okay. You got a lot of white people. That come together with their money and pull it together and trust one another. Mm -hmm. There might be some quirks in there, but they're going to trust mm -hmm. one another to the point to where that thing is going to grow. Mm -hmm. Okay. You so you're saying there's no unity and there's no trust uh, when it comes down to African Americans going forward in business. That, right. Okay. Right. That, 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 this is where we need to come to. Mm -hmm. okay. Trust one another. Get unified and trust one another and love one another as brothers and sisters and let's pull it together and, and we get a get us a great big department store named <laughs> ZZ Bell or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> okay. But you got four or five people pooling their money together. Okay. This what makes it this what makes things grow outside of the black race. But once they come to this point, to mm -hmm. the black race, come to this point, mm -hmm. you can move, you can go forward. All right? Now, let me so ask you a question. What is your, what is your opinion about uh, banking below 30? I don't know. You may not be familiar with that concept. Uh, it, the fact that there are no banks or there are a handful of banks below I-30, south of I-30 when you got 300 north of I-30. Uh, what do you, what, what's your, what's your opinion on that? You mean having banks owned by black? Well, banks owned by anybody because the reason I'm saying this, black people deposit their money in Wells Fargo, Chase, Bank, yeah. a, 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 you know, you on and on and on. We deposit our money in there and a lot of times the money goes there before it goes into our into our, so we get paid they deposit it in a bank right yeah right so right what about what is <clears throat> how do you address the fact that your money can be deposited in these big banks but when you want to start a business you can't get a loan or you can't buy a house or you can't get a car all right it's my be a little gross, but here we go. Your money go to the bank. Uh-huh. And I heard somebody say black people spend more cash than anybody. Incorrect. 
But you have a lot of black people on Social Security and even on jobs. Their money goes direct deposit uh-huh. to the bank. Uh-huh. Most of them. Now, when you go to the bank and tell them you want to buy a uh, hundred or two hundred thousand dollar home, they mm-hmm. don't want you in no home like that. Oh. There's a surreptitious d- discrimination going on. Yes, they actually don't want you in a home like that. Uh-uh. It's better than that. Oh. Right. My, I have this. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get off. I'm going to come back next week. Okay. My home is paid for. Okay. And I'm an old man. That's All okay. Right? That's what they say I'm old. Well, that's okay. It's <laughs> 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 all right. But I get a deal in the mail every week. Uh huh. We want to buy your home. Uh huh. You see, they don't want you to own nothing. Oh. They want to buy your house. Okay. Put you in our apartment. Uh huh. You can't own nothing. Oh. So there's a strategy behind this. Listen to some sense. If your home paid for, if it ain't paid for it, then keep it. Mm hmm. Okay. And they're building apartments, they're building new homes where they done bought houses from black people and building homes and putting people in them. They can't ever own them. Mm. They don't want you to own nothing. Ah. And it's been that way for centuries. Okay. Way from slavery time. They didn't want you to own nothing, and they lied. We're going to give you your meal and 40 acres. And 40 acres, right. Mm-hmm. They didn't want you to own no meal. They didn't want you plowing. And they didn't want you to own no land. Okay. So and that's 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 the that's, that's the behind the scenes reason for why these these things are still happening. That's right. It's still okay. happening right today. All yeah. right. It, it's just modernized. Oh, uh, it's twenty twenty three version. Twenty twenty four version. Sorry about that. I just didn't flip it over. But thank you for your call and comment. And you call back next week or any week. To the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum, with the Rev, with the Reverend Marion Barnett, your host, on KNON 89.3 FM or KNON.org if you are streaming. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna And we're back for the second hour of the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum, on KNON 89.3 FM. The voice of the people. Okay, I wanted to mention something. Uh, one of my callers, one of the previous callers, got kind of irritated because I uh, interjected when she was making a statement. If you listen to some of these right wing talk shows that are 24 hours a day, right wing stuff. People call in and they interact with the host. Those hosts do not let their callers just go on and on and on and on and on and they don't say anything. This show has just as much integrity, if not more integrity, than those shows. And what we do here is all we ask is when you say something, have the facts accurate behind it. And if the show host wants to ask you a question, you dialogue. This is not the kind of like a, a gripe session. That's not what this is. 
Okay, this is for trying to solve problems that have plagued an African American community for centuries. And we're just trying to do what we can to try to make things better, not only for that community, but for other communities. Because when things get better for African Americans, they get better for everybody. Okay, Karen, who do we have? We have Hebrew Black online too. Good morning, Hebrew Black. Good morning, Hebrew Black. All right, how you doing? Okay, there you go. <laughs> the whole world's in your hands, so you got to learn to take nah, it. No, nah, it's not in my hands. It's in God's hands. <laughs> hey, uh, here's what I want to say. I want to uh, mention something. About, I'm, I'm changing directions, right? I'm going to the Bible about the sixth seal. The Bible about what? The sixth seal that's in the Bible about this great earthquake that's going to happen at the end of time. Uh, okay. I just want to mention this, right? Mm-hmm. I Googled the sixth seal, right? And it mentioned... The sixth what? Talking, the sixth seal, S-E-A-L. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a biblical something. scholar, forgive me. Uh, okay. Well, it mentioned something that I was telling people a few years back, you know, it's uh, about the, the earthquake. When the earthquake happens, mm-hmm. a volcano will go off, mm-hmm. plume goes up into the air, black in the sun, and some of this plume can make the uh, moon appear uh, red. Red, mm-hmm. right? This wasn't this wasn't in Google even a couple months ago, but I've been telling people this for a couple of years. But this is the point I'm gonna get to, right? The the, the sixth seal, all those seals that that all those signs that the Bible mentions mm-hmm. are lining up, mm-hmm. and they're lining up for a particular day. Okay. You know, this is not this is not going to be the end of the world. This is just going to be one of those cataclysmic events that happen that lead up to the end of the world. Okay. You know, and I want and the twi- and uh, I want to state that the twenty fifth verse in Luke twenty one through twenty five, people should read that because you have way it says the waves will be raging. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Uh. I am not a biblical scholar, right? Okay. I'm a technology guy. I'm a computer science guy. How is what you just told us going to help the underserved communities hey, to become minute, better? Yeah, hold on, uh-huh. hold on. You, you have a tendency to read. That data is right. You redirect people toward things that you might have an objective. Uh, you can give an objective comment to. But the person might be able to just only give a subjective comment where they can just don't have all the facts. But here's what I'm saying. This okay. is important. This is important because it leads to the end of time and shows that the Bible is accurate. All these things are lining up exactly the way the Bible said. I you said research, right? Uh-huh. I'm not talking I'm not talking this Leah. I researched it. Okay, you researched so, now, now for the sake of the listeners, kinda kinda recap what you just said because I'm still trying to you're saying that the world is coming to an end. What do you what 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 are you saying? Revelation. In Revelation mm-hmm. it, you have the seven seals, you have the seven trumpets and mm-hmm. the seven bowl plates. Okay. These things are not mentioned in churches because they don't really understand them. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm trying to say to you. Mm-hmm. I've researched it. Okay. Like you have said earlier, you have to research things. Okay, well, now when you say you researched it, what 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 res- what type of research did you do? So people can okay. go behind okay. you and see if they can find out what you're saying. Okay, I would I would read it right, and I would mm-hmm. I would 
like when it says the sun turned black. I wonder mm-hmm. how could that happen, right? Mm-hmm. But I researched what if a volcano went off, mm-hmm. right? And I and I realized that the the, the sun could be darkened by the by the uh, obscure volcano. The mm-hmm. moon, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. black, obscure, whatever. But it, you know, it would be the sun would turn black. Okay, the moon, the, some of this dust would make the 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 moon turn red and okay. the sun turn black. Right, but okay, is that different from the uh, blue moon where it turns red? Is that the same thing? Yes, it's it's totally different. This is a lunar eclipse, Uh, a total lunar eclipse. Okay, you know that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a total lunar eclipse. But they mentioned, but but this is what I I don't want people to get. I don't want to get off track, but I want people to know that it's a certain thing. These things are lining up, right? And I'm gonna do a you know I'm gonna do a video. Okay, these things these things are lining up. Uh huh. Exactly the way the Bible says. Okay. And on a particular day, right, mm-hmm. and over a year from now, mm-hmm. these things, a lot of them are lining up exactly the way the Bible predicts. Okay. So what are people supposed to do since they, you know, since they're, since you. are supposed to be aware uh-huh. of the signs of the times. Mm-hmm. Just know that when Jesus was living, he, he told the Pharisees and Sadducees, uh-huh. you know, they wanted a sign. He was a sign that was right there with him working miracles. So you're and saying what, that what, these signs are telling us what? It's telling us the end is near. Okay. Time. All right. We got the other callers. Thank you very much for your call and comment. 972-647-1893. Uh, who do we have next, Karen? We have Brian on line three. Good morning, Brian. Hey. You're there. You're here. We're there. How can I help? Hey, go ahead. Leon, good morning, sir. This is Brian in Dallas. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing. How you doing? Good. My call coming in clear, sir. It's. We, I think. Can we hear? What Karen says you're good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Speaking about Karen, um, I want to say she is such a nice lady. Mm-hmm. You are. You are so lucky, sir, to have such a nice lady answer your calls. Okay. Sir. She, <laughs> She's laughing. She is straight up cool. Okay. You got that, Karen? Yep. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. Every time I call, she's straight up, man. But, hey, look, um, real quick, i got two subjects, and I'll get off the phone because I know you got a lot of people calling in. We sure do. Yes, you do. Okay, two um, very important holidays, which you started out your program, about Martin Luther King Day, which is very important for our country, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we got President's Day coming up, too. So that's mm-hmm. that, 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 uh, I remember I got three real quick for you. The second one is over there off Fitzhugh in East Dallas. Um, you're probably familiar with the neighborhood, Fitzhugh and Central area. Fitzhugh and, and what street? I think it's Fitzhugh, East Dallas, Fitzhugh and North Central. Fitzhugh Dallas. at North Central. Okay, I know where that street is. Okay, right. Pretty well-known street. Uh, crosses North Central Expressway going right. back mm-hmm. to East, going all the way back in East Dallas by Fair Park. Anyways, this week a six-year-old girl got shot and killed while her mother was preparing the funeral for her teenage son. son. Mm-hmm. Oh. Saw it on the news. Okay, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because that mm-hmm. is real next week or so, or uh, something maybe you can talk a little bit more about how the gun violence has got to stop. Okay, now, okay, real quick. This is the third one real quick for you. Mm-hmm. Monday, Monday, January the 8th, no, yeah, uh, this week, um, President 
Biden came into Dallas, Love Field Airport in Dallas, saw Mockingbird, mm-hmm. and the Palestinian protesters were out there, and they blocked the main entrance going in, coming out of Dallas Love Field. They blocked it for the uh, United States president's motorcade from coming through there, and they were screaming, raising their flags, mm-hmm. death, death to America. Mm-hmm. That was number one. That was a disgrace to our country. That was a disgrace to our president. Number two. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say, comment. Let me, let me dialogue just a second on that. Let me, no, no, no. Let me dialogue just a second with you on that. Okay. In America, you can have a dissenting opinion, but you can't have violence like you saw on January the 6th. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So if they said death to America or whatever you say they said, which I, you know, I have to take your word for it because I don't have, you know, anything in front of me to say anything other than that. That's not the same as going up into the Capitol, contributing to the death of several uh, law enforcement officials, saying hang Mike Pence. Okay. So, uh, so, so do we, do we, do you understand my point? With this. Okay, now, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Last week, last Sunday, this past week, Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. the, the same group of terrorists, Palestinians, they vandalized a, 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 national, a United States World War One and mm-hmm. World War and Vietnam National Cemetery. With, mm-hmm. there's nine, hold on, Leon. I didn't say anything. 90,000 people that are veterans that are buried in that cemetery. They spray painted a national cemetery mm-hmm. and then a, a national cemetery on U.S. grounds, Leon. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. Were those people arrested? What, who, prosecuted? What happened? Well, that's the, 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 the topic I wanted to bring up to you, sir, is because, mm-hmm. Leon, you're a pretty educated guy. Okay, okay. but I, I, I didn't get an I didn't get an answer to that question. I'm trying to get an answer. Were those people prosecuted, arrested? What happened? They were probably at left field, from what I understand. A group of them was arrested or, mm-hmm. or, picketed, or were picketed. But what would they do in their country if Leon was over there burning their flag? S- sir, we're not we're not over there. We're over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, but what, how would they? Uh, how would their government see that? Why do they display <laughs> Sir, <laughs> sir, we're not over there. We're over here in America. We're not over there in, as you say, Palestine or whatever. We're over here. Okay, so you're saying that the people were arrested. They were prosecuted. Or ticketed, not it's they were ticketed. To, okay. Okay. If they're going to come over in our country, they need to respect us as land, sir. Okay. Uh, see, I, underst- I understand the context, perhaps, of what you're saying, but you have to respect the grounds also when you go up into the Capitol. You right. have to respect I, that grounds. What do you? What's your opinion on that? I think two wrongs don't make a right. Okay, so you're saying that the people that went up in the Capitol were supposed to be prosecuted, right? 
I, I would say so, yes. Okay, so the people that did what you said to the Vietnam Memorial, they're supposed to be prosecuted, right? World War One and World War Two. Okay, whatever the, the the they were supposed to be prosecuted, right? It takes time in our country to prosecute. Okay, so what so what what America says is equal justice under the law. If the people that went up in the Capitol get prosecuted, then these people that defaced or whatever you said, they're going to get prosecuted. Okay, well, is, is that what we, you mean? I said what I said, and I. I, I you're pretty complicated sometimes because you, you, you're pretty educated with stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is, did you understand the concept of equal justice under the law? Uh, y- y- yes, but they're in our country. On okay, Jesus. all right. They, if they're in our country, they're entitled to equal justice, okay? Right. Okay, we got other callers waiting. Thank you for your call and comment, though. 972-647-1893. And who do we have next, uh, Sandra? It's Miss Karen, and we have Robert on line four. Okay, who's next? Robert on line four. Uh, good morning, Robert. Good morning, Robert. Yes, it's Robert. Good morning. Good morning. Hold on, just one second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotta turn it off. Yeah, turn it off. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I agree with the the, the the preacher saying that. Mm-hmm. They don't want us to own nothing. Okay. And uh, and and it's working because, you know, and then you mentioned banking below I-30. Mm-hmm. Where banks did not loan money in this southern Dallas area, which is the black community. Mm-hmm. So, but we have to, these banks in our community, it showed that Chase Bank didn't make no mortgage loans. Mm-hmm. Bank America didn't make no mortgage loans mm. in South Dallas. Okay. Banks are not loaning money Wells Fargo and Oak Cliff. Now, they might loan money to one or two blacks. Right. That they did. But we got to deal with the, 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 the system because we need capital for, to create jobs and right. opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you don't have capital, you can't create jobs and opportunities and and, and uh, let me and let me and let me interject uh robert we need capital we are entitled to capital from the same sources that everybody else gets capital right. from right, right you just mentioned chase you just mentioned bank of america you just mentioned Wells fargo african-americans are entitled to obtain capital from those banks just like everybody any other right. ethnic group right but like the preacher said they don't want us to own nothing See, they don't want us to own nothing. They don't want us to have opportunity to own anything. They why is that? Why, what, what, why? What have we done? We're just disliked. Okay. You know, we're disliked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm disliked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't help it, I guess. And then, and then but, but now, they know if we had equal opportunity, uh-huh. we would perform better than them. Even, and you can see that from the few blacks that's able to position themselves mm-hmm. in in the system, you know oh. what I'm saying? Like, I I would say. Okay, that, now, what, what, let me let me let me, what, let me and, I, and I'm I'm glad you're not getting offended because we we're dialogue. No, no, ask me any. I could answer any All right, question now, that you ask me. Right. Uh, see, this is personal. I don't have a desire to go out to Plano and get somebody's daughter. You see what I'm saying? That's a misconception. And we're going to 
We're gonna drill down some more into this after we finish this break on the most powerful show on the radio. Church Information Open Forum with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Yo, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, it's time to make that. And we're back. With more of the most powerful show on the radio. Church Information Open Forum on KNON, the voice of the people. Uh, you still there, Robert? I'm here. All right, now, this is, this is my point. There's this misconception that because even though a black person may be more competent than somebody from another ethnic group, that does not mean that he wants to go out in your neighborhood and take over your neighborhood. We want stuff in our neighborhood. Is that what you're talking about, Robert? Oh, yes, yes. I and don't want to go out to Plano. We, want equal, we need equal opportunity. Right. And they, they and this is denied. Right. We don't want to go out to Plano. We don't have and to go out to Plano. Right. We don't have to go out and to Richardson. We don't have to go nowhere. If, if, if we are waiting for reparation, mm-hmm. the, the white politicians that don't want us to have nothing mm-hmm. is the ones that will go make that decision. Right. So, but if we had equal opportunities and equal rights, mm-hmm. we could get it ourselves. If we have equal access to capital. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But see, we got to fight for that. Right. See, they ain't going to just give us that. They ain't going to give us reparations. Mitch McConnell, we, Ted we, Cruz, we, Governor Abbott. Donald we, Trump. We talking about local government. We talking about the the mm-hmm. the, the, the paroles and all those folks that that run Dallas. We okay. talking about that whole system. Mm-hmm. See, they don't want us to have anything. They want to just control us, and they want to get richer, and they don't care if we get poor or not. No matter how much but money they have, the it's never ones, enough. Yeah, huh? But we're the ones that we're the ones that's not standing up and fighting for equal opportunity. In equal rights. Okay. Now you mentioned banking below I thirty. Mm-hmm. David Schechter bust that whole system. Yep. And 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 it showed where banks did not loan money to black people. Absolutely. What did black people do after that? Nothing. 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 <laughs> That's and and we need capital more than we need anything else. Right. Capital is what's going to create jobs right. and better opportunities. Right. And keep and, and and they have less crime because you ain't robbing and stealing when you have money. When you have pocket. money in your pocket, mm-hmm. right? So we have to deal with these systems. Uh, Chase Bank, they are collecting deposits mm-hmm. and cashing checks. Right. Bank America is doing the same. They may have one teller, and you have fifteen blacks in line mm-hmm. trying to trying to make their deposit. Uh, I'll get the checks cash. Cause you got to put it. You can't put it under the mattress, right? And and and, <laughs> and, and Leon, it don't earn interest. I write you if I write you a check on Bank America, mm-hmm. and you don't have a Bank America account. If I write you a check for forty dollars, mm-hmm. and you don't have a Bank American account, when you cash my check, you are gonna have thirty dollars. What? They gonna charge you because you don't have an account. What at their bank? 
Wow. Okay. You see, see the system, the whole system, we allowed the whole system to be unfair to mm-hmm. You know, now, I don't accept racism, me. I mean, white people tell you that, that I don't accept it. I've been on hardwood 46 years. Mm-hmm. I own Skyline Ranch mm-hmm. for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Skyline Ranch, 90 acres. Mm-hmm. I've been on that corner. These white folks can't give me nothing, but now I had white people that was friends of mine that did help me, and in, 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 I have some white people in the past that mentored me. Okay. But it was, but but I had to be aggressive enough to do those things that they was telling me that I should do. Okay. Not knowing the business system. Then after I found out how the system worked, I know how to go in that system and deal with it, but they discriminate against me. Which is, See, I don't understand that, that, Robert. I don't understand right. what black what? people have done to white people to deserve being mistreated. All we've done is worked for this country. Now, Thank you've got you. other ethnic groups, Germany, Japan, they can get, they own stuff, they got stuff, they try to blow the United States off the map. Right. Well, well, right now, one of the reasons that they don't respect, we don't respect each other right now. See, we don't respect each other. If we would unify and go to these systems and say, hey, we're not going to accept it. It's unfair. We're not going to accept it. See, I have white people, and in, in, I've been in situations where they just openly discriminate against me. You know, like they tell you when you go to the bank and say, well, you don't have enough collateral. Mm-hmm. I was turned down. I'm the only person that I know that's been turned down because I went to the bank and, and, and had too much collateral. <laughs> oh, you're too educated. That's right. what they say in the so, job market. You're too educated. Right. You right. got too much experience. Right. You <laughs> so, but, but my advice... I've heard that before. People, my, black, my advice to blacks in the city of Dallas, that the politician that represents you, you must make them accountable. You know, when you ask that question uh-huh. about the, the qualifications of what they do before they go in office, how uh-huh. do you jury that? Whoever you put in office to represent uh-huh. you, uh-huh. they should be accountable. Right. Mm-hmm. Make them accountable. Okay. The, 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 the banks in your community should be accountable to the community. Mm-hmm. Your businesses in your community should be accountable. Make everything that that you deal with accountable that's supposed to be beneficial to you sure. or represent you. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, so we got to we got to make the system accountable. But for some reason, blacks in Dallas, Texas, not only and, and this is nationwide too. Mm-hmm. We have a fear to go to that system and demand equal rights. Well, you know. Uh, you know I don't know if this is relevant or not, but Texas took two years to tell black people they were free. Okay, so are we free now? No, that's that's the that's the, that was the subject of the show. Is the dream a reality? No. But but we have to. We can make it a reality. That, you we, know, we, I was just, yeah. If mm-hmm. you look okay. at the accomplishments of blacks in America right now, the successful ones. I mean, we are 
superior. We could go to the top. I mean, it's not where it's a race of people in America that's better than us mm-hmm. on any level. Mm-hmm. Okay. On any level for mm-hmm. knowledge, uh, athletic ability, you know. And Economics. You look at the people at the top, you know, like Barack, Barack Obama, he was smarter than George Bush Jr., Sr. He was smarter than, than, than Donald Trump, all these folks. He mm-hmm. was smarter. Right. You know, we we should have made him more accountable. But see, the the, the little the, the the young man that I read about the other day that made a perfect score on the SAT test. Mm-hmm. You got whites in in Harvard, MIT. They didn't make no perfect score. Couldn't make a perfect score. But they become doctors, lawyers, scientists, and all of that. And but you know, you Robert. Give us our, you know, uh, I'm going to get back to this point, and then I'm going to got to move on to three other lines. I got blanking here. Uh, we are not after the proverbial, your daughter. We want housing in our neighborhood, the southern sector. We want health care in our neighborhood, the southern sector. We want grocery stores with fresh meat and produce in the southern sector. We want Internet access and Wi-Fi access in the southern sector equal to other areas. That's what we want. We don't but want look, your we daughter. Got to, we got we got to demand that he he ain't worried about his daughter. It's not it's not about his daughter. <laughs> I need to stop using that yeah. cliche. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. But it's not about his daughter. They don't want us to have nothing because we are not demanding to have the things that we need in our community. Okay. All right, Robert. We got to, we got to, we got to demand it. We got to fight for it. I All mean, right. These folks ain't gonna give it to you. All right, Robert. But one day, one day, you you need to have me on your show. What we'll like one of the gentlemen mentioned. Yeah, I, yeah, that we'll, we'll we'll work on it. We, we we got we got another fifty-two weeks. We got how many more weeks? We got Karen for fifty-one. Well, we got fifty weeks left. So we're gonna we're gonna get you in there. Believe me. You own the plate. Well, I mean, it's up to you know. I, see, I'm gonna keep working. I'm gonna keep working. I don't have to be on the show. I don't have to. No, we're gonna get you on here because you deserve to be on here. I do every day, but I'm gonna continue to say to my people mm-hmm. that if they don't demand equal rights, they're not gonna get equal rights. Okay. Um, All right. Thank you for your call and comment, Robin. You know, you're always welcome to call in on this show. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have next, Karen? We have Randy on line one. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. You got the whole world in your hands. Hey, good show. And I'm glad I came on behind Robert because he's a smart man. He sure is. Robert has realized that some uh, other people in other ethnic groups are willing to help other people in other ethnic groups, which is human beings on both sides. Uh Uh-huh. Supposed to be. Mm Mm-hmm. He realizes that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been listening to this show for a long, 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 long time. To get That's a long here. time. <laughs> okay. How many years is that all total? Off the top of your a head? Lot, more than a decade. Okay. So, what I hear on this show is uh-huh. we stuck, we stuck, we stuck in the book of Genesis and don't want to move forward. Okay. Because... We feel we've been done wrong. Okay. We mm-hmm. have been done wrong. Mm-hmm. But you can't change other people's heart. Okay. Okay, and the deal about... It, here's the suggestion, Leon. Mm-hmm. I'd like for you to get Robert and Imani 
to come on your show mm-hmm. for about three months. Every show for about three months. Because they have the majority of the solution of the black people's plight. You okay. get your own reputation. You okay, let me let me let me, let me 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 get in right here real quick. Uh, you, you you're right. You can't change people's hearts, but you have to have laws to make sure that people are treated the way they should be. Everybody's treated equal. Law. You can't change people's heart. You can't change people's. How can you say it? Opinion. But you can change the law so that when the metrics show that there is discrimination, that will be addressed. Does does that make sense to you? Yes, sir. Okay. That's what we're saying. If a person doesn't like you because he doesn't like you because you're black or because you're Asian or because you're Jewish, you can't perhaps legislate that, but you can legislate that you can't discriminate against that person and not allow him to have employment, home ownership, business ownership, access to education, food, etc. You feel me? Yes, sir. Okay, now go ahead. Okay, all those laws are written, correct? Mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's what you're talking about. I guess I understand what you're saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember back when uh, Lincoln uh, made the Emancipation Proclamation? No, I don't. I, would, I don't remember back okay, that far, yeah, but I understand what you're saying. You read about it, and you know it exists. You know it happened, right? Well, I mean, oh, I got a sense of humor. Up. Somebody got to have one. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Got to lighten up the mood. Right. Well, okay. I mean, hey. But you know what white people said in the South after that Emancipation Proclamation was made into law? Uh-uh. They said, come and force it. Okay. So no law is... No law is going to do nothing mm-hmm. unless it's enforced. Right? You're absolutely correct. Absolutely. Okay, so we've got all these laws about redlining, this and that, and that, and this, all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Well, obviously, after 100 years, we should realize they ain't going to be enforced, right? Well, now, that is something that, as Robert said, we should demand. I understand. We should demand it. Mm-hmm. But my point is, they have, they have black-owned banks in Atlanta. They had black-owned banks in Chicago. They used to have a black-owned bank here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. If it could be done once, it can be done again. Mm-hmm. Quit waiting on the white man to have a heart. I'm saying, I have a heart. I'm a white. I'm, I'm about as white as you can get. Mm-hmm. And I have a heart, and I help people that are less fortunate than me. And that's hard to believe when I only make $17,000 a year. Okay. okay? But I still do it, just mm-hmm. like other people do, whether they're white, black, Chinese, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a human being thing. Mm-hmm. So quit depending on that. Get okay, let me let me system. let me give you a little insight. I tried to start a bank here. Okay, so I kind of got some, as I said, insight on how it's done. I went to the comptroller of currency, and I got my information. In order to start a bank, you have to have five investors with a total of twenty million dollars. And if you don't okay. believe me, all believe you got you. to go do is go to the Comptroller of Currency's website and or call their office. In addition to that, then you have to have the FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. They have to be part of the solution. 
So it's easy to say, why don't you guys just start your own bank? Except for the fact we don't have $20 million. Leon, they're doing it in other communities. You're telling them, you're telling us it can't be done. No, I didn't say that. I said that it takes $20 million. You're telling me, uh, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Are there enough sports figures in the city of Dallas mm-hmm. that can collectively bring $20 million together? You're correct. They can. Okay. So it's available. It's a matter of whether or If they want to do it. Correct. But, but mm-hmm. Leon, you know as well as I do, if I had... And I hope they're listening. If I, if I had $500,000 in the bank, mm-hmm. me personally, and I wanted to go loan it to a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I said, look, you pay me back 5% interest on the total loan, mm-hmm. not annually. Mm-hmm. And and that, and I trusted them, just like most all bankers trust the people they loaded money to, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, 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 and nope. They do not I know, trust there's you. A game where, there's a game in banking where you have to lose so much <laughs> so you can get you right. You also have to have the means to pay it back. You have to have, in a lot of instances, you have to have collateral in case uh, you don't pay it back. They're going to take your house. They're going to take your car. Yeah. They're going to take your land. Okay? There's, you, it's not you trust. Just like, you just like my little brother that died three years ago. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I, no, I'm not. Like, I'm still here. <laughs> you're still here, but you have you have the same kind of, uh, and I understand it. I uh-huh. understand your outlook. Okay. Because he and I, my brother and I would get in discussions. We were in business together, plumbing and air conditioning stuff. Uh-huh. And he would always come up with the way, and you have to have this balance. Mm-hmm. He would always come up with the ways that we couldn't get it done. And I would try mm-hmm. to always come up with the ways that we could get it done. Mm-hmm. So we were on, we were both hoping for the same outcome, mm-hmm. but we were looking at it in two different ways. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Sure, it, it can, can be, be done. done. Absolutely. You're it absolutely correct. Done. It can be done. The issue is, had, is it going to be done, or when will it get done? That's what we're dealing with. Okay, so this leads to the last question I got. Okay, and you got two minutes. Or the last statement. It's a statement, not a question. Mm-hmm. The statement is, my daddy used to tell me a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one thing my daddy told me that stuck with me and still, and I say it to myself over and over. Mm-hmm. If somebody does you wrong, mm-hmm. whatever way, shame on them mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. If somebody does you wrong in the same way, mm-hmm. shame on you. You allowed it. You see what I'm saying? No, not necessarily true. Not necessarily accurate. If I go out, okay. if I go out and loan Leon a thousand dollars because I think Leon's a good man and he's gonna pay me back in mm-hmm. three months, just like mm-hmm. he said. Mm-hmm. But Leon does is able to do it for whatever reason. He mm-hmm. don't want to do it. He had issues, whatever. He couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But if I go back and loan Leon another thousand, I'm the dumb dumb. Okay, I understand that statement, but that's not how the banking okay. system works. <laughs> No, I'm talking about life. So, we got to go. We got Karen the same break time on the most popular show on the radio. I'm sorry, the most powerful show on the radio. Church Information Open Forum with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Here we go. And we're back. With more of the most powerful show on the radio, the Church Information and Open Forum on KNON, the voice of the people. 89.3 FM or KNON.org if you're streaming. All right, Karen, who do we have next? 
We have Councilwoman Carolyn Arnold on line four. Uh, Deputy Mayor Pro Tem Arnold, good morning. Morning. How you good doing? Morning. I'm doing great. So I just wanted to make just a few uh, points this morning. First of all, we want to continue to thank Reverend Garnett mm-hmm. for his uh, leadership on, in KON uh, and taking his time and sacrifice through the years. This mm-hmm. indeed is one of the few stations where probably the last that really exists so that we can share our uh, opinions mm-hmm. and input. And it is a variety of, of opinions that, and input that we get, and it's based on where that individual comes from in terms of their knowledge base. Mm-hmm. And so it is important that we understand that. And some some are speaking from a base that is really not entrenched in you know the data that data mm-hmm. you know they may have some knowledge because of experience mm-hmm. but what i do want to say quickly is this it's a good good place to have a conversation but you know we're not able to correct some of these things that come across and then we only have you only have a certain amount of time mm-hmm. uh to address it so we just have to stay woke continue to uh pledge the show so it stays on the air absolutely so first and foremost every level of government has a responsibility to the people mm-hmm. and every level of government has some format of a constitution they have guidelines they have bylaws they have to follow because we're here to serve the people correctly here in dallas we have a charter we've been we're in the midst now of proposing changes to the charter because the charter outlines how we conduct business mm-hmm. just to clear up two point number one the city manager is a, is hired by the council members. Mm-hmm. He's not on the ballot. So he's hired by the council. Only the council hire or fire the, the city manager because mm-hmm. we, of the format. The mayor is elected by the people, but the mayor does not run day-to-day operations. The mm-hmm. mayor cannot hire or fire uh, other than for his office. He doesn't manage day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we go to the charter, the primary responsibility, and it's just it's a couple of them, of the mayor, is to run to be the presiding officer of council agenda meeting, and so he has other ceremonial duties in terms of giving uh, annual speeches to give the update uh, of our city and some other ceremonial and some other duties that he has. But it is listed in the charter. So okay. anyone wants to know what the mayor does, they can go and look it up. And mm-hmm. The mayor is one of 15 votes. The mayor is elected at large, but when we cast our vote, his one vote, uh, he has the same one vote that I have. Okay. No one has any more power in terms of their vote, but we must have eight votes to handle the people's business. Okay. Now, I heard the comment about not coming to City Hall because of the police. Well, we can't, we're just like at any other government. We are elected officials. I am. So we have, from time to time, threats being made on our lives. Right. Threats being made against the government. Right. Threats made against the city. Mm-hmm. Last week, we had that. We've had that over the, probably the last month. And so where it's not televised, DPD and the other public servants have to respond. Mm-hmm. Because they have to protect not only us, you have staff members, you right. have public coming down to conduct business. Mm-hmm. So we have to be responsive to 
the needs of our people, which is to protect mm-hmm. by any means necessary. So you may see that from time to time. Right. And it's not always publicized. So I did want to put that out there. Good. So as we move forward, just in terms of information on a city side, because I know people get frustrated, but we have to understand one thing for sure. Our operating budget is based off of tax dollars for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. So council members don't have a bank book where they just go write a check <laughs> to put in a sidewalk or to help Ms. Jones get her home repaired. Okay. You know, I wish the process was, was a little bit more uh, simple Simpler, uh-huh. or simplistic. Mm-hmm. But we have to go through the process, eight votes, to get the actions moving. So what I would continue to say, mm-hmm. people need to continue to listen. Mm-hmm. I would continue to encourage you to call your city council member, mm-hmm. come down to City Hall to speak on topics. You can be virtual now. You can write a letter. I call it snail mail. You can send a, uh, a email. But somebody mentioned that earlier about getting organized. That's so important. Right now we're talking about a billion-dollar budget, mm-hmm. and the voices that get organized are going to push and have enough emphasis on what the outcome is. Okay. We're right now with a proposal to prioritize parks over infrastructure, over art. So you have the art communities fighting for funding for their existing uh, buildings that are leaking and what have you. Mm-hmm. You have the parks advocates who want the parks to be funded on a higher level. Mm-hmm. You have the, the police pension uh, crisis that some are wanting us to include on the uh, funding for our bond. So you have different factions that are fighting. Right. And so for me, if I could take the money and get the votes and say, listen, let's get to the people who need us the most, mm-hmm. who have been the least resourced over the years, mm-hmm. that is in the southern sector. But we have right. pockets throughout the city. But when you talk about new versus never, then when I talk about never, then I need folks to call in, come in, right, so that we can push for the never. Right. You never had an alley. You never had a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But I, we have to have the support so I can push the eight votes so the folks know that you care. Right. That's what it amounts to. Mm-hmm. So we continue to show you. We ask the question when folks call in. We don't have this. This is going on. Ma'am, have you called 311? Do you have a service request number? Right. We have to have that in order to fund the staff that's needed. We don't want people to give up when they tell us I've called and this has happened and I have a service request number. Then I can pull out the Muhammad Muhammad Ali approach. <laughs> this accountability. Because now you've given me the information and the data I need to fight harder for you. So we've got to come off just about Y'all ain't doing nothing in the complaining. Ma'am, show right. me your, young people say, show me the receipt. And, 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 and if, and if I can interrupt you for a second, Councilwoman, I'm glad you're mentioning this because people, when I, they called in and they made these statements about elected officials not doing anything, and I said, well, what is your definition and what you are telling specific uh, strategies and methods that the citizens need to take to get something done. You said file a three one one. Is that correct? Three one one and get an ask for a service request. Ask for a service request. Excuse me, right. I, I didn't. Leave, I left that part off. Right. Sorry about that. Track. I talked to talk a lot today. But 
Right, but most of all, because I want others to call in, it, it's a process. It doesn't happen always overnight, and mm-hmm. I think that's the frustration. But we are dealing with taxpayers' dollars on a city level, a county level, on a, on a federal level. Mm-hmm. So when okay. we get money, just like the other day when the announcement was made about $21 million coming to this city, that money takes time to get here, to mm-hmm. be deployed, because you have to RFP it. Right. In other words, it has to go through a process, process. to find mm-hmm. the right people to do. So overall, I think my concern is that we have to, we have to, we're neglectful in some instances of wanting to come in and help with the fight. You know, you can't just say, I'm going to I'm gonna give up. You can't give up. You're dealing with human beings. Right. And so we're not <laughs> right. perfect. You can't give up. But, yeah, but I can tell you that from my purview, we are not, we don't have a lazy staff. We, we have folks that I know of no. who want to work. No, 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 no. Your staff is, is right. on top of it. I, I, I've right. interacted with them too much. Right. They call back. When you call and leave right. a message, but they call right. back. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. But the other piece is this, and we're not perfect, but what I will tell you this, too, is that when you have workers... Neither is the person that's calling you. <laughs> deal with the person, yes. But understand, too, we're human beings, and so to be just totally critical and beat down and mm-hmm. and all of that, it's, it's, as you said one time, is that going to get you to where you're trying to go? No. If it's not going to get you to where you're trying to go, let's be adults in the room, let's right. be voters, let's be actively engaged. Mm-hmm. You've got to be engaged. And so coming, I, I, I've taken enough time, but I did want to make sure I educated folks in terms of just how the process to a real mini session, how it works. Mm-hmm. This is our, these are our tax dollars from the federal government to the 1500 Marilla. And everybody wants to be able to get everything that they feel like they're due to get my house fixed and my street fixed and all that. But all of that can't come out of a billion dollar budget. So, in closing, I want to thank you all for allowing me the opportunity just to speak on a little bit of the process. But I can tell you, if you show up, and I keep telling them, if you show up, especially on issues of this bond, and I'm talking about fighting for street alleys, improvements for home uh, home improvements for our seniors in particular, you you will get some results. But if you, if I'm up here fighting and I turn around and we look out there and there's no one from no, the area, hey, they, they, you're not taking serious. So right. I would rather, I would rather be the Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, what we say, float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Mm-hmm. But we've got to have folks to be with me. Right. So you I'm gonna come up. on up, yeah, <laughs> back it up. So thank you so very much, and we're just gonna encourage folks to keep fighting, keep voting. I'm sure they're gonna talk about that on the next program. But if you're not voting. You're not engaged. You're not being actively involved, and you're not research-based. There's a problem. So once again, we're a data-driven city, and we need you to call three one one to get the work done, nine one one to get the work done. It's a fight. But I'll say this in closing: sometimes when we're out trying to, the police are trying to investigate and get deal with the crime, every folks get silent, and they can't deal with some of the things that you're asking because you get silent. And mm-hmm. folks got video cameras now and won't even give the, the police the data they need to address the issue. I, I'm, I'm to protect them. So anyway, I'm off. 
Let me let me before you run, uh, Councilwoman. I wanted to ask you one quick question. You know, I'm I'm biased towards South Oak Cliff, and I've been mm-hmm. hearing people say that the Overton side of the school needs more traffic control measures. Is that the term? I think that's the term. What 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 could they do to get that done so that the people have to slow down when they're going by the school on Overton? So we, we've we had this conversation, and we are working on it quickly. I'm so glad you asked. Okay. We've been with South Oak Cliff since South Oak Cliff opened up because we were there the first day of school to make sure that signage was in. The signage wasn't in, uh, you know, so parents would know where to drop the kids off and pick them up and the bus was flown, what have you. Mm-hmm. Overton is a very dangerous uh, uh, lane of, 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 of mobility. Mm-hmm. And so in the middle of all of that, we also had construction dollars that had already been approved previously. If you know from Marseilles on down, uh, they were doing some construction. So we now, I just drove last Friday with transportation in that corridor because we have at last that's losing their uh, infrastructure because of wild folks driving crazy and the same thing with South Oak Cliff. So we're trying to develop measures, identify measures that will help. So we were both said, well, you want speed bumps. If you look at the way that road is designed, you know, you've got to be careful when you're talking about control measures and control dice. Because speed bumps, you have to decide which ones, if any, can be utilized. So it is taking time. We can, we can put our signage up in terms of what the speed limit is. But you have some folks who wake up every morning determined not to do what the law tells them to do. That's their goal in life, is to break the law, to be disruptive and disrespectful. And for them to disrespect children in that corridor is mind-boggling. So I would say, we tell you, we are working on it. We just had another conversation yesterday. Uh, You do have in that community also folks who get part of the information, and they run with it. We're (laughs) continuing to say, listen, call our office. We're, We're there. We we cannot spend a great deal of time trying to catch every every piece of data because that's what it amounts to. It's misinformation. We're on it. We have our documentation for it. And just know, in this report in particular, we're on that street. Mm-hmm. We love stock. I mean, I'm going to put that in my, because that's in my district. But we're not going to let a neighborhood, going to let a neighborhood lie in jeopardy. So we need the DISD also to work with us as well. So we are working. So I just want to make sure you put that out. And I'm so glad that you asked that question because I know I know what's going on there, but we have to just stay woke and just know that I am, my staff and I, we're on it. The manager's on it. We just talked yesterday about 5, 5, 5, 5, 30 yesterday on that very topic. So staff is on it. So thank you for asking. And anybody, any city, any constituent who has a question about street, street bumps, road dice, it is what we call a process. Sometimes you have to get a certain number of signatures from the constituents within two or three hundred feet, because not everybody wants speed bumps. Sometimes you and then you have to consider what the first responders need, because if the fire truck is going down a certain street you've got speed bumps, they can't get to the fire. The police coming down, they can't get to the crime. So every street has to be assessed. And just know, Mr. Leon, we are on Overton Road, and we are on it, and we're going to take care of it. Okay, uh, uh, Deputy Mayor Pro Tem, we, we certainly hope that in the not-too-distant future we can see something 
uh, that'll slow those people down because the principal was telling me he almost saw a kid get hit. All right, but thank well, you very much. Right, right, right. And we'll talk about that in terms of just also DISD working also because there is a procedure that normally comes in place where the staff has to make sure that kids are getting on the bus properly and the parents are deploying, uh, picking their children up in the right place. And so all those, the queuing system has to be in place. So we're working on that, and I think they know that. But it, it's just that sometimes it just gets to be the point where this is what we got to talk about and we are not going to overlook South Oak Cliff, Roosevelt High School, Carter High School, and no other school that needs us. But this is a partnership with the city of Dallas, the community members, the parents have to be involved in that, and then and, 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 and DPD, hey, we've got to keep on doing what we're doing, but we have to work together. And this is about, it's not mine, it's a, it's a community effort to make sure that the children are safe and that, the folks on that street in that community, because I don't think we have any houses facing that. But we got folks who know how to be able to come together and take care of that issue in a way that's conducive to public safety and people being safe, whether they're going to school or just walking their dog down the street. So we appreciate it so much, and we look forward to talking to you next week and stay woke. All right. Thank you very much, Deputy Mayor Pro Tem. Uh, we got time for one more caller. We got two minutes. Who do we, who's our last caller? We have James on line three. Good morning, James. You've got two minutes, according to my clock. I see it's time to go. Oh, okay. Well, you, do you want the two minutes? Oh, oh wait. You let me have two minutes. Well, it's one minute now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When when you uh, started out, you talked about uh, Dr. King's uh, uh, dream and uh, the perception that uh, people have as to whether or not it is or is not a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yep. you know, then you had a caller talk about the disgrace. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Call in next week, and then we'll continue this conversation. Okay? And that's it for the most powerful show on the radio. Search information open forum. KNON 89.3 FM on your radio dial or KNON or if you're streaming. And here comes a workers' beat.